0: Anyway, so I'm still going through Journey Through Joshua, um, and we're almost done. Chapter 22 is what I'm going to hit on today. There's actually 24 chapters, so we got two more chapters. Um, I hope this has been encouraging to you. I hope this has helped you in any way. I know it's, uh, uh, it's really stirred something up in me just having to go through it like I have. Uh, so anyways, I'm in chapter 22. We just talked about the other day, chapter 21, where he had given all his stuff away. I mean he'd given all the land out and he um, and then he told the people to go settle there. You know, God's gonna protect them and, and to finish there as well. What I talked about is uh once we get to where God wants us, once we accept Jesus or whatever the case may be, he wants us to settle there. He wants settle with him, to accept this is the life that I'm gonna live, settle with him. Also he wants us to rest in him, he wants us to finish with him. So today in chapter 22, um, they have come up with this altar. It was, uh, three groups. It was, uh, Reuben, Gad, and half tribe of Manasseh. And they're making this altar. And the other Israelites see them make this altar, don't know what they're making it for. They think that they're making it for, um, the wrong reasons. And so they're getting ready to attack them and, and all this other stuff. And, and that, that is so vital. And we're not going to talk about it, but, uh, uh, assuming, assuming something can get you, you and the other person in a lot of trouble before you just go to attack someone, before you go to confront someone, before you go and try to stir some things up, listen to me, assuming is not the way to go, make sure you got your facts straight, make sure everything, because that's what happened here, they were assuming it was about to turn into something big, but thankfully uh it was figured out that it was the uh, the reason for the altar that they made was for a memorial. For them to remember. And so I'm going to hit this one verse, verse 28, and it says right here. It says, If they say this, our descendants can reply, Look at this copy of the Lord's altar that our ancestors made. This is the reason that they made the uh the altar. It is not for burnt offerings or sacrifices, it is a reminder of the relationship of both of us have with the Lord. So in other words, they made an altar as a reminder for uh, for years to come, for them to come back and look at that and like, okay, I remember, man, God was with us here and we had a relationship with the other tribes around here and we also had a relationship with the Lord and man, that is so key right here. You know, you got the picture of the cross. It's like a big plus sign almost and there's a, uh, there's a beam going this way. And there's a beam going this way. And I've heard it said like this. The reason for that is because God desires us to have a relationship. And that's what he says right here. He said, it is a reminder of the relationship both of us have with the Lord. So there's two types of relationships in the cross. First and foremost, there's a relationship that God wants to have with you. Right here on the cross. God died not for you just to hear about Him. God died not, I mean, Jesus died not for you just to, uh, know about Him in a Sunday school class or to hear what your mama or your pastor says about Him. No, Jesus died on the cross for you. For you to have a personal relationship with Him. To, uh, our, our verse for the Bible out today is, uh, Psalms 23 1 and 2. Uh, uh, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. In other words, the Lord wants to be your shepherd. A shepherd leads you, guides you, protects you, watches over you. Uh, A shepherd is personal. And so God desires for us to have a personal relationship with him. I'm going to skip over to Acts real quick. Acts 17. Paul's walking around. He's preaching. And right now he's in Athens. I'm going to read several verses because I think it's pretty good uh verse 22 of act 17 he says so paul standing before the council addressed them as follows men of athens i notice that you are very religious in every way for as i was walking along i saw your many shrines and one of your altars had this inscription on it to an unknown god this god whom you worship without knowing is the one i'm telling you about in other words uh Paul's saying, Listen, all y'all are trying to worship this unknown God and you don't even know it. God desires to have a personal relationship with you. To uh in, in the end, a lot of them, uh, God will say, Depart from me for I never knew you. He's like, Well, I went to church, I did this, I did that. He says, Depart from me, uh depart from me because I never knew you. Do you personally know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior? He says, A lot of y'all are worshiping this God as an unknown God to you. You don't even know who you're worshiping. You don't even know this personal God. Verse 24, he is the God who made the world and everything in it. Since he is the Lord of heaven and earth and doesn't live in a man-made temples and human hands can't serve his needs for he has no needs. He himself gives life and breath to everything and he satisfies every need. That should make somebody want to shout right there. He satisfies every need. He is your source. Uh, from the man, from one man, he created all the nations throughout the whole earth. He decided beforehand when they would rise and fall, and he determined their boundaries. In other words, God's sovereign over everything. He knows all things. He knows the beginning from the end, the Alpha, the Omega, the uh, the author, and the finisher. In verse 27, his purpose was for the nations to seek after God, to seek after him, and perhaps feel their way toward him and find him, though he is not far from any of us. Jesus Christ died for you to give you a personal relationship so that you could be one-on-one with Him. So that at 2 o'clock in the morning, we have no one else to turn to. You can still turn to the Lord and He hears you. He hears your cries. He reaches out to you. He meets your needs. He is your source. He is the one that knows all things. And He personally wants to help you through this life. So you're not walking at it alone. Another one that I want to read. So that's a, uh, Him wanting to have a personal relationship with you. And so now, um, the other part is having a personal relationship with others. God d- died for us to have a personal relationship with others. No division. Uh, Ephesians 2.14 says this, For Christ himself has brought peace to us. He united Jews and Gentiles into one people, in other words, the people that were divided the uh, the Jews would not have anything to do with the Gentiles, the Gentiles would not have anything to do with the jews and uh, and there was such heavy division going on, but it says right here, for Christ himself has brought peace to us. He united Jews and Gentiles into one people with his own body on the cross. He broke down the wall of hostility that separated us. Listen, all this division that's going on right now, Jesus Christ went to the cross to first and foremost have a relationship with you. Personally, to know you, to get to know you, to walk with you, to help you, to lead you, to be your shepherd. But not only to have a personal relationship with you, but to also to break down the walls of hostility that separated us. The division between races, the religions, the uh, um, the genders, all the other different stuff. He broke that wall down so that we could all become one in Him. Christ died for us to have a relationship with each other. First and foremost, a relationship with Him. And second off, a relationship with each other. So remember that today. But man, the common ground in all things is Jesus Christ. And he died for you. And if you do not personally know that today, he died for you. You know, he wants to. Just pray. Say, God, I know that you died for me. God, I know that you went to the grave. And God, I desire to have a personal relationship with you. God, forgive me of how I failed you. Forgive me of how I've sinned. And Lord, I accept you into my heart, not only as my Savior, but also as my Lord over my life, to be personal with me. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Listen, hope y'all have a great day. If you need anything, reach out to me. God bless.